There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch themselves. I'm Henley, and I am too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy, and I love watching scary movies, and so I watch them so that you don't have to. We are missing Emily today, but she will be back next week. Don't you worry, folks. <laughs> I'm not worried, but I'm str- I'm still <laughs> deeply depressed that she's not here. Yeah, this is it is a sad day. <laughs> it's so sad. It's so sad. But we're gonna feel better after talking about. A disgusting, crazy horror Are we going to feel better? Because right before we started recording, <laughs> you said for me not to feel excited about this episode. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah we're going to have to see how it goes. But before we do, <gasps> did anything scary happen to you this week, Henley? Mm, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really just like a one note, a one note person these days. I mean, you do have a three week old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I imagine that takes up a lot of your a two-year-old a two-year-old and a three-week-old and so that's why I can barely open my eyes my (laughs) eyes are barely open truly I'm so tired but the thing that's scary is that we all got colds everyone got a cold and Silas got a cold Tim did I did I'm like still stuffed up stepped up stopped up stuffed up (laughs) and stuffed it's really kind of stressful for a three-week-old to get a cold. You don't want that yeah. to happen because it can really spiral really quickly. And um, the thing that I learned that I did not know is that babies can't breathe out of their mouth until they're like three months old. So they only what? breathe out of their nose for the first few months of their lives. They can they breathe out of their mouth when they're crying. I feel like there's new baby facts every single day. Like I just don't know shit about babies is what I already I'm had a whole baby. I already did this process <laughs> once and I didn't know this. Yeah. Um but Silas didn't get sick that this early. And so May has a stopped up nose and it makes it really hard for her to eat. And we've been like doing steamy bathrooms. We, we do the nose Frida. Anyone who's not familiar with the nose Frida, it's when you literally stick like a tube up your baby's nose and suck all the snot out of it. So we've been doing oh that God. a lot. Into your mouth? Into yeah. your own mouth? <laughs> doesn't, obviously it doesn't go into your mouth. <laughs> um, anyway, so the scary thing is just like watching this tiny little newborn baby like struggle to breathe. It's so horrible. But I... There's nothing for us to really do until she has a fever and she hasn't had a fever yet. So thank God, knock on wood, as long as that doesn't happen, we don't have to really do anything else um, except just like continue with the steamy, steamy showers. I have a humidifier Great. going uh, behind me. Um, Silas is convinced that it's a fire, like a full fire because <laughs> of the steam that comes off of it. And also I called it a humidifier 
and oh, fire yeah. is in the name. Fire. There is fire in that name. He is scared of it. He is scared of the humidifier. Oh. He keeps looking at it and going like, like touching, like trying not to touch it, like reach his hand out as though he might touch it, but then acting scared and pulling his <laughs> hand away really fast and go, looking at me very seriously and going fire fire and i keep going humidifier humidifier <laughs> but it's, it's not connecting not connecting whatsoever so our whole family was felled by illness this week um so quickly into having this new child but um <sighs> you know what we're making through it we're fine everyone's fine no one's had to go to the hospital <laughs> good yeah and as long as we haven't had to go to the hospital that's what my that's my marker of success <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope you're all on the mend and that it's only uphill from here and nobody ever gets sick ever again. Cause I know the thing about kids is they get sick only once and then never again. And then never again. <laughs> you know what though, is that if I do get to go back to the hospital, I'll demand my lobster and oh my, my steak. Oh my God. True. <laughs> yeah. You got cheated out of your lobster dinner. Yeah, you're right. Children never get sick. I'm sure this is the last time I'll talk about it. And you'll never hear from me again on this topic. Um, Sammy, tell me about you. How was your week? Um, my week was okay. Something's a little scary that we did have a flea situation here. Oh, shit. I, my cats are indoor cats. And there's other stray cats in the area that come to the door and taunt them. And I feel like bring little fleas in with them. It's really annoying because it feels unfair that <laughs> my cats can get fleas when they don't go outside. But anyways, it actually was caught nice and early. Got them some medicated flea ointment because apparently fleas in Los Angeles and probably other big cities as well, or maybe everywhere, I don't know, have evolved past over-the-counter flea medication. Oh and my God. It's just like UTIs <laughs> being antibiotic resistant. I mean, yep. what's our future? Truly. Yeah. It was pretty disgusting. I didn't like to learn that bit of information. Um, but the scariest thing to happen to me this week was I watched... Uh, the latest episode of The Golden Bachelor, The Women Tell All, and I sobbed. I was like <laughs> crying basically start to finish. I was why devastated and delighted for all sorts of reasons. I cried like all I went through all of the emotions. Mm. There's some that's like it's devastating to see older people that have had their hearts broken mm. and mm -hmm. But then it's also so beautiful to see their like friendships that they made along the way and how much they support each other. And it's really sweet. It feels really pure. The Golden Bachelor feels like it's really pure, a really a spiritual experience. <laughs> yeah, but I was like choking on my tears. I was <laughs> crying so hard and was just that's never happened in The Bachelor before. I've cried in The Bachelor before, but not to this extent. This was... I was it like, do I have to turn, it, to, do, to turn it off? Like, I'm not doing okay. <laughs> but I yeah, highly recommend this season of The Golden Bachelor. If you haven't checked it out, it's really something special. <laughs> Maybe I will watch that. I started Love Island, the latest season, the UK latest season. And Ooh. maybe I need like a, my chaser to um, Love Island is Golden Bachelor. I love that. Yep. Hmm. Love Island is so long, though, like so many episodes. I know. Good luck. I know. You're going to run out of Golden Bachelor way before you run out of <laughs> Love Island. I got nothing but time, baby. I'm trapped <laughs> in this house with children. 
True, true. Do you think it would be inappropriate for me to let my two-year-old watch Love Island, though? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, Probably. I think you got to do what you got to do, you know? <laughs> Mommy's needs come first. Mommy's needs come first. And also imagine if he got a great accent from watching so much I love, Love Island. I love a cheeky chap. He starts <laughs> saying that at preschool. <laughs> Uh, he likes starts getting in fights and telling people that they're mugging him off stop mugging mugging me off (laughs) are you trying to make a mug out of me that's gonna be silas (laughs) i would love that honestly that would be cool (laughs) that would be really great um but as much as we're laughing and having a good time now we do have some less fun things to get to I mean, fun, but, you know, just brace yourselves because today we are talking about the movie Slither came out in 2006. It was written and directed by James Gunn, starring Nathan Fillion, Elizabeth Banks, Michael Rooker and Greg Henry. It is available to rent for $3.99. And we have a guest with us today to talk about this batshit crazy movie. And we're very excited to have him. He is the host of the new podcast, The Big Flop on Wondery. Thank you so much for being here. Misha Brown, welcome. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> I'm so excited. Thank you so much for coming on. We're so excited to have you. Um, did anything scary happen to you this week? Um, I mean, a straight man tried to talk to me to this week, which I mean, <laughs> just kidding. Um, uh, They're but, not allowed to do that. Uh, Why? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> look at me. No, um, but oh, you know what did happen this week? Um, also, it involves pets. I have two dogs and um, both of them are assholes. And <laughs> they were out in the backyard and they were being really quiet, which is always not a great sign. So oh, yeah. I went out there and I was like, hey, come inside. And I have a palm ski and he's so freaking smart. And he came in and he was hiding his face from me, which always Uh-oh. means like he has something in his mouth he shouldn't have. <laughs> he's like, no, nothing to see here. Nothing, nothing to, to see, see here. here. And he goes <laughs> in the living room, he jumps up on um, this little ottoman we have. And I can see something sticking out of his mouth. And I'm like, oh, he brought like a tree branch or a twig in and he's going to make a mess. But then I see the little tail move. Oh, out no. of his mouth and I went no. up and I was like drop it and he just drops a mouse in <gasps> no, my house no. and it was alive and it was alive because he's not oh. mean he doesn't have a mean bone in his body so he wasn't gonna kill it <laughs> just wanted to hold it in his mouth for a little just bit. wanted to make a friend and <laughs> it just scurries around and we were chasing this mouse around my house for like oh 40 God. minutes um, but we eventually got him out and and set him free into the wilderness Oh my 40 God. Minutes it was like so 40 long. minutes. That's a long chase. Mostly because I was just like screaming like a little like <laughs> tween. <laughs> um, you know, Johnny like scoot it with a broom. But my sophomore year of college, I lived in the basement of a dorm and mm. we had mice. And I remember we were so stupid. We were sophomore. How old are you when you're a sophomore in college? 19? Yeah. 20 yeah, years old. 19, Three 19 year old girls trying to get mice out of a fucking disgusting basement <laughs> dorm room is so bleak we used i remember we had like cardboard boxes we would try to like corner the mice and get it into the cardboard box i really wish i had that all on video because it's really making me laugh thinking about it right now. <laughs> so bad yeah, um, i mean i think mice are cute but you don't want them in the house 
No. You don't, you no. don't want to be dealing with that. You don't that. want to be surprised by a mouse. No. Mm-mm. I'm glad the story had a, had a, a good ending. It did that, have a happy ending. Yeah. A happy ending and everyone's okay. <laughs> the mouse is like on a podcast right now being like, something scary did happen to me this week. <laughs> something so strange happened to me. <laughs> so I want to listen to that podcast. podcast <laughs> wearing tiny little headphones. <laughs> so cute. Um, Misha, what are your feelings about horror movies in general? Have you always been a fan? Are you a recent fan? Tell me your history with horror movies. I feel like I have like a, a a silly little journey with horror movies. I feel like when I was younger, it was my favorite genre. I loved Ooh. being scared. You know, oh, I, interesting. I particularly loved, um, I don't know, like ghost stories, things with jump scares, things like that. Wow. And then as I got older, I started, I, I didn't like them nearly as much. Um, I kind of found them hokey and predictable and you know, a lot of times the writing and the acting is pretty bad. And since I'm a you know professional actor, you know, I, yeah. I look at those things. And so I didn't like them nearly as much. But then I started dating my fiance, who is a horror movie freak. I mean, yep. Yep. In, in October, that is the only thing that we play on TV. Yep. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, without, I mean, this last, um, uh, October, it was 31 days of just like, we watched the, all 10 Saw movies like in a row. Wow. You know, like three a night. We'll just like bang them out. And I was like, can we just get like a rom-com in here as like a, a palate <laughs> cleanser? so much. Are you totally desensitized to torture porn at this point? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it, and it was, it was so much. And he loves everything, like every kind, every genre, like so... We That's watch a lot fun. here in this house. Emily, yeah. Emily, who's not here. Um, Emily, she's not here. Uh, her boyfriend, Joel, just watched all the Saw movies. I think, I, think I feel like I saw him a lot on Letterboxd because Saw 10 came out. So I feel like people were, yeah, trying to watch go back. I hear, I hear a lot of them are really bad. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> Do you have any favorite Saw movies? <laughs> I mean... I feel just because of like how, like when it came out, the first one's always going to be my favorite. Yeah. yeah. The first one's the best. I don't think I had seen anything past the second one before. I have mm-hmm. not either. I've seen one, two and 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it, well, it, you know, it's confusing as, you know, 10 is, uh, watching the other seven in there doesn't yeah. help yeah. understand anything. Yeah. It's a very convoluted story. <laughs> Do you have a favorite like genre of horror movies? I think now mine are like uh, more thrillers, I guess. Anything that's like psychological Mm -hmm. or something that could, you know, truly happen in real life, home invasions or, you know, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. As soon as it gets supernatural or there's some kind of monster that they've created, um, it just takes me out of it. The the lack Mm -hmm. of, you know, realism kind of takes me out of it. But yeah, so anything that's like a little more psychological, I really like. I I will say... also, this movie, I do find now also that I've been forced to watch so many horror movies, I really do see that there is a really fine line between comedy and horror, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so I'm appreciating some more of these like B movies and C mm-hmm. movies and D movies as we watch them. Yeah. Actually, um, you know what I have been liking recently? I was turned on to it by your podcast, oh. um, The Blackwell Ghost. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Ross. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just told uh, my fiance about that. I was like, have you ever um, heard of this or seen it? And he was like, no. And I was like, all right, let's watch it. And so we watched like four of them now. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, because yeah, I was going to say there's a bunch of them. them as well. I want to watch more of them. I still have only seen the first one, but they're like, are, are they all like hour long-ish? Like not, they're quick little guys, right? <laughs> yeah, I feel like the last one was a little bit longer, but okay. Um, but yeah, yeah. But it's kind of nice like to them. like have like a, you know, when you just want a little scare, a short little scary movie. It's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love found footage stuff. That's a real, that's real fly under the radar, like deep cut one. I feel like you are only watching those movies if you're like, mm-hmm. really you're, know what's up. You're really yeah, going through the, <laughs> the back the catalog. catalog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I love um, home invasion stuff too. That's my, one of my favorites. Um, okay. Well, let's, uh, let's get into S- Slither some facts about Slither. It has an 87% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 69% on Metacritic. Nice. <laughs> and nice. 6.5 <laughs> on IMDb. The budget was 15 million. It made 12.8 million. Unfortunately, sorry, Slither. But there so was close. a moment where I misread it on Wikipedia as 12.8 trillion. And I was like, how did I not know that this is the most successful movie of all time? <laughs> really made me laugh. Um, some trivia about it. Jenna Fisher is in this movie, Pam from The Office. And at the time, she was married to James Gunn, which I didn't know. Whoa, what? Yeah. And she wasn't originally cast in the role, but the person who was cast uh, dropped out because they got a role in a in a pilot. <laughs> and so they needed a last, last minute replacement. And so Jenna Fisher got the gig. And then because of at the time that this movie came out, the office was really big and she was very famous. And so she actually did a lot of the press for this movie, even though she's a really pretty small character comparatively. I thought that was kind of funny, but they're like, Hey, she's really famous right now. So let's, let's get her out there. Let's get her on the talk shows. I love the idea of her being in a horror movie at all. I mean, Pam is just the opposite of I a know. horror character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even her persona outside of the office doesn't seem like, seems so contradictory to a, like, in yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> her being in a horror movie just makes my brain explode. <laughs> it, wor- it works. I mean, it's, a, again, it's a really small part, but this is like horror comedy. And so it's... Yeah. It works. It works. And she also was playing a receptionist, just like an <gasps> intro so typecast. Yes. Whoa, can only do one thing. <laughs> can only do one thing. One no Jenna. That's what uh, they call her. In that's the biz. right. <laughs> um, that is so that's so funny. Wait, so Misha, you'd seen this movie before. Yes, I, I had seen it before. It was one of the ones we also just watched in October. So when we were like throwing out some ideas, I saw this and I was like, and like I just said, I love the idea of like blending comedy and horror these days. So I was like, this is this is it. Yeah, I've been one. waiting for someone to pick this one because I hadn't I've I had seen it as well a while ago, probably around 2006 and remembered it being just so wild and crazy and but didn't really remember any details. And so I've been like looking forward to rewatching it because I remembered having a good time and I did. 
Mm-hmm. Mm, she also had a good time watching Human Centipede. So I love Human Centipede. <laughs> so I don't trust anything she says. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the original title of this movie was Wiggle, which I think is very Aww. funny. <laughs> and the producer was like, let's change it to Slither. It sounds scarier. And also you Wiggle. won't have like children accidentally going to see this film. Oh, God, it's my favorite thing when they accidentally play horror trailers in front of like Pixar movies. I feel like that happens every once in a while where it's like we played the conjuring trailer in front of i don't know up <laughs> so, so good uh this piece of trivia is a little upsetting that one of the actresses brenda james <laughs> suffers from claustrophobia and meat phobia and there is a scene where she's basically like locked in a little meat <laughs> closet and so it says the scenes with her and the meat products trapped uh, trapped in oh she's like well I, I won't spoil it but we'll t- we can point it out when we get there you'll know the scene that's involves meat and oh, small no. spaces I'm like th- why did she why did she take sign on up this for this role? <laughs> she probably didn't know her therapist told her to do it just face oh my your God, yeah <laughs> do you yeah, remember therapy do, do you remember those um like daytime talk shows i can't remember if it was moy or something it was one of the, yes. something like those where they would have people with phobias on and they'd come out and they'd like bring yes. the cotton balls and shove them in their face and be like you gotta see the cotton balls and they'd be screaming oh my god one time they made someone come out in a full cotton ball costume <laughs> it was so mean and he, and she, he, he like chased the woman with the cotton cotton ball phobia but god it's funny (laughs) (laughs) it's funny when it's something like cotton balls it's not funny when it's like spiders and they dump a bunch of tarantulas on a person yeah that's true that's true true cotton balls is funnier um and then this piece of trivia i just don't know what the hell this even really is doing here so i had to write it down because it's so strange it's the barn is on the property there's a, a barn in this film, the barn is on a property owned by Buddhist monks who love the Matrix. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I just like don't understand. I'm just really thrown by that one. Yeah. But I'm glad to know it, you know? <laughs> it's like missing the second half of the sentence. Or something. Know, it's like not a full thought. <laughs> it's. But it's and very so funny. they agreed to let them film there because they are film buffs. Yeah, right. There should be some uh, some additional context there, but I <laughs> it's very funny just out of context. Like these Buddhists love the Matrix, and you love the Matrix too. You guys, I have do love the Matrix so much in common. I know. <laughs> I got to go visit these Buddhist monks, and we can watch the Matrix together. <laughs> Sounds fun to me. <laughs> Does sound fun. Um, <laughs> But that's all the trivia I've got. Uh, so shall we take a peek at this trailer? Mm-hmm. Yes. When you marry someone, you promise to love them forever. Baby. No matter how much <laughs> they might change. Right? Baby, what happened to your face? It's just a beef steak. From Universal Pictures. Great a sick or something. Comes a film so shocking. Uh, we got a real problem here. So disgusting. Don't let him in your mouth! It will change the face of horror. Marriage is a sacred bond, for better or worse. Much worse. 
chick is hard. Go on. disgusting <laughs> it definitely has a lot of like nasty body horror stuff for sure yeah. yeah that real quick shot of pam and it looked like she was literally in a pam outfit it looked uh -huh. like she was yeah. wearing a cardigan and her hair is exactly the same when she was wearing a receptionist yeah. it's like wow yeah. wow um disgusting elizabeth banks um fascinating lead <laughs> lead in this film um nathan fillion like what's he up to these days you know like what's his deal i have no idea people mm. love nathan fillion i i didn't what was the show that people loved him in i didn't watch it but firefly or something like oh, that yes yeah, firefly yeah. people were obsessed with that was like the first show that was canceled that then people really rebelled yeah and we're really upset about it and then mm -hmm. they created serenity oh yeah 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 but i haven't watched any of them but he's great <laughs> i mean i like him but i know that there are people out there that are like nathan fillion we love him <laughs> which you know i get it and then he was in that um show castle for eight oh, seasons which yes. is one, of those, oh, one of those series that's like you know, there's so many series like this on TV where there have been like 12 seasons and you're like, what is that show even fucking about? I don't like, yeah. have any seasons? clue what it's Wait, about. I love no. that like Suits went on to Netflix and now it's like the most popular show ever. <laughs> yes. I, yes. There's no way in hell I would have ever watched any of Suits. I mean, I probably still won't, but it's just like so funny that it's gotten like this resurgence. Revived. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's fascinating. Um, okay, wow. I'm I'm can't say I'm excited no. to hear about this. <sighs> There's some fun stuff and some not fun stuff. So we're gonna go through a, you know a couple emotions, just like me with the Golden Bachelor. <laughs> we'll be uh, ready to some things. ups and some downs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's get into it. It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet, so you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. 
So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary, code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. We all come home after a long day of work, and what's the first thing we do? We take off our bras because they are uncomfortable and constricting, and we're just ready to get out of them by the end of the day. Well, what if I told you that Skims has changed all that? Skims has done the impossible and created an underwire bra that I actually forget that I'm wearing. I didn't think anybody could do it. You guys obviously know how much I love Skims. I have tried many of their other products. I've never been disappointed, but I, yeah, just don't normally love an underwire bra. I prefer a bralette, but I've loved everything else I've gotten so much that I thought, you know what? Why not try an underwire bra from Skims? Let's just see and they did it. They did it, folks. They created my favorite underwire bra I've ever worn. I have the weightless scoop bra. It has this nice like mesh material that's supportive and comfortable, breathable, but still very sexy. And yeah, like I said, I I do genuinely forget that I'm wearing it. And that is very rare. I, you know, I'm a broken record over here. I love skims. I love skims. I'm sorry. That's just the the cold hard truth. I will shout it from the rooftops because I want everybody to know. I want everybody to share in my joy and my comfort. So shop skims bras at skims.com now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H, plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you after you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. So the movie starts um, with an asteroid hurling towards Earth. So Mm. now we understand where these are coming from. We see a welcome to Wheelsy sign. So that's the town we're in, small town. And we come in to um, Bill Party. He's the cop. That's what's the same? Fillion? Michael Fillion? 
Nathan Fillion. Nathan, Nathan Fillion. Mm-hmm. Nathan Fillion. He plays Bill Party. Um, he's a he's a cop. He's in with his little partner, um, and they're just using a little little uh, radar gun on a bird. So you can tell it's a small town. Not much is going on. Yeah. And. Mm. Uh, a quick little comedic blur between the two of them. And now all of a sudden we have a first person view of us like running through the woods very frantically. And we come upon a piece of the asteroid that has fallen mm-hmm. to Earth. And it opens up like an egg and we get the title screen, Slither. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> So now this is one of my favorite things about the movie. I think they do a really great job of being in like in a small podunk town in 2006. So we zoom in on a small town with a sign for the deer cheer. I mean, there Mm -hmm. are Confederate flags. There's graffiti. Everyone is poor. There's a man drinking a beer in broad daylight and he's missing his upper lip. There's yeah, just, just rows of teeth. Um, There's a priest (laughs) smoking a cigarette. Um, lady, I know a lady zooms by in her electric wheelchair. I mean, none of the men have seen a bottle of conditioner in decades. I mean, the hair is thirsty. I mean, this honestly reminds me of the the small town I grew up in. So I I really resonate. That's why you love this movie is nostalgic. It's nostalgic nostalgic. for me. You know, and then, you know, we have the first little moment and we have this like moment of a profanity filled moment of road rage. And it cuts to this mom standing on the side with her young son witnessing it and they just say hey there mayor (laughs) (laughs) so we get it okay this is gonna be funny um (laughs) so then we meet our leading lady starla played by elizabeth banks in her classroom she's a teacher she's a sweet southern belle of a teacher at that and she's teaching a bunch of acne faced teenagers who don't give a shit about her lesson on survival of the fittest (sighs) And quickly we cut, it's after school, Starla is talking with a male teacher outside, and then we meet her husband, Grant, played by Michael Rooker, Mm -hmm. and he rudely drags her away, and we learn that he is the jealous, possessive type, the the, walking red flag. Yeah, yep. And Uh the guy that she was talking to, the other teacher, by the way, is James Gunn himself. Was that? Oh. Uh, and he was just like a nerdy little science teacher or something. Yep. yep. Um, harmless in this mm. scenario. Yeah. So, so and like, I, and I, what I loved about this also is because thinking about who Elizabeth Banks is now as an actress in this, she's just like so prim and proper and sweet. <laughs> um, yeah. She's just that like typical leading lady. I love her in this role. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, a, a movie is not a movie without some sort of love story. So we get a forbidden love story. And Bill Party is standing across the street with two other cops. They're looking at Starla and Grant, and he's looking longingly over at Starla. And there's a bunch of dialogue here about people not understanding the coupling of Starla and Grant mm-hmm. uh, because she's young and pretty and he's, well, I mean, not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it also gives us the sense that people think that she's a gold digger and that this is like a because he's wealthy. Oh. And good old boy Bill Party comes to her defense and says that she grew up dirt poor and her mom's an alcoholic. Um, so it's OK that she's a gold digger. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, she deserves it. She deserves it. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> yeah, and and then there's um you can really tell it's 2006 because there's like this like vagina China joke in there that he yes. makes with a kid. And that there's like I know that they throw like a R word in there occasionally. Oh, of course, there's always an R word in a 2006 movie. That's you know? <laughs> par for the course for sure. You're like times have changed, um, so it's a little jarring. But um, and then we cut to Starla and Grant's house at that later that night and it's a nice big old house so he does in fact have the money and Grant is watching like alligators or crocodiles or whatever um, eat zebras uh, <laughs> it's very violent and Starla comes to bed with curlers in her hair and Grant tries to really hard to convince Starla to have sex with him but she's mm -hmm. she's not having it um, we're really setting up the I'm not super happy in my marriage scenario here. Yep. And one of my favorite moments in the movie happens here. She says to Grant, like, come on, Grant, like, I can't, I just don't, I don't have just a switch where I can just turn it on. And he says, sure you do. And he just flicks her nipples. Oh my God. <laughs> and my favorite is her response. And she's just like, that's disrespectful. <laughs> I laughed out. I laughed out loud. It was so funny. Um, but, you know, he gets super mad and, he, you know, he, she says she's not in the mood. And he says, when are you ever in the mood? And he just abruptly gets up, puts his clothes on and leaves the house in the middle of the night. Whoa. Going for a walk. Okay. I gotta going, get out he says, queen. Yeah, he says he's going for a walk. If my fiance did that, I'd be like, lock the door. I'm not lying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're going to sleep out there. Um so Grant, he does not go for a walk, does he, Sammy? No, he do, he sure doesn't. He goes straight to a karaoke bar. <laughs> a karaoke bar? <laughs> it's just like a little dive bar, but there is a woman doing some karaoke there. Mm -hmm. And a woman comes up to him that is, I didn't quite catch this. She's the sister of someone he went to high school with. Basically like a someone that has known him since they were younger, but is now yeah. admitting that she's like had a crush on him and kind of flirting with him. Yeah. Imagine oh dive bar Barbie, you know, mm -hmm. she, oh. yeah, she's, she's, uh, she's looking to get it in. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. her, her name is Brenda. She has a, has claustrophobia and meat phobia. <laughs> <laughs> Things aren't going to so, end well for Brenda. <laughs> just keep, keep that in mind. And something that's important to know is that Grant's name is Grant Grant. His last <laughs> name is also Grant. And it made me laugh so much every time anyone said even just his name, because I was like, his name is Grant Grant. Incredible. What? Just such an incredible joke. I love it. Um, but yeah, they go out into the woods. They're, you know, a little drunk and flirty. And uh, she's going to show him that she carved their initials in a tree trunk when she was younger and is like, see, look, I've always had a crush on you. And her, her initials are BM. And he laughs at her and is like, your initials are BM. Oh my God. Like a shit. And <laughs> what? <laughs> this guy sucks. And yeah. She, yeah. He does suck. And she's like, at least my name's not Grant. Grant really, really got me good. Um, and she goes in for the kiss and he kind of responds, but then uh, pulls away uh, shortly and is like, I can't, I can't do this because of Starla. Mm -hmm. And before they can decide whether to continue or break it off, they see a, a nasty little gooey egg that looks Ew. like it has hatched. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh Slither. Slither yep. and yeah. Um, so, but yeah, there's like this like trail of slime and like a dumbass, he follows it. 
See, I would have been, I would have been like kickball change, exit stage right. Yep. And yeah. he yep. does not. Leave. He follows this and he sees this like huge slimy slug thing just like slithering in the woods. And then the slug like opens up its vagina that's on its back. <laughs> Some, something, yeah. yeah. So just this like, it opens up something and yep. this little like rod sticks out and then it shoots some kind of dart right into Grant's chest. Yeah. Like oh. fully goes inside of his body. Oh no. Not good. He, yeah. So no. he, he falls to the ground and mm. then they have this strangely artistic uh-huh. uh, shot of an X-ray version of Grant. We can like see inside of him. Yep. <laughs> and we see this like kind of centipede kind of image working its way up Grant's body before implanting itself directly into his brain. Is he dead? No. He wakes up in a super grumpy mood and <laughs> just <laughs> like grabs Brenda um, and we're like, oh no, she's in trouble. But then he lets go and he just kind of stumbles off. So he's not, look, he's not looking super normal. His like nose and ears yeah, are bleeding. Blood. Yeah. So, we, you know, we're suspicious, but he's up and he's up and <laughs> walking. He's up and moving. Um so he he drives home. He, he drives, you know, pulls into the driveway very erratically. Um, but we see him go to the fridge in his house, and he opens it up, and he just says meat, <laughs> and he just starts taking all of the raw meat out of the fridge. I mean, Which typical they man. Had a lot of. Why do they? Why do they have so, so much? much? Baloney. <laughs> yeah, it's really too much for two people. Well, like a typical man, there was not a veggie in sight. No you know? veggies in sight. No veggies. Sounds, this sounds like my parents' house. Honestly, there's so much meat always whenever yeah. I go home. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, you guys are living off of How so much meat. How are you going to eat this fast enough? It's going to go bad. Yeah, it's a lot of meat. So we cut to Starla waking up the next morning. She's in bed. She's alone. Grant's not in bed with her. We see then Grant. He's in the basement randomly like rolling around in a pile of leaves. I loved this like a dog. He's like made a little pile of leaves. So he's just rolling around in it. It's very silly. It is very silly. So and then he can hear Starla, you know, stirring around upstairs. So um he comes up to the living room and he sees Starla standing there. She's in her robe and you can tell that she wants this marriage to work. So she's ignoring all of the signs that he was just out cheating on her all night <laughs> and, des- and decides like, I'm going to, I'm going to have sex with my husband. So they, like, he starts like kind of crying because when she approaches him, you know, um, she calls him Grant and he starts crying and she's like, oh, you're changing. And they <laughs> would go in to start having sex and he's like takes off. He unbuttons his shirt and Starla sees a fucking hole in his chest, like a <laughs> hole there. And she's like, what's that? And he's like, oh, it's just a bug bite. And they're so <laughs> horny that she just is like, OK, and they do it anyway. <laughs> OK. I was like, this movie is wild. Yep. Um, <laughs> so then we see um, Starla the next day. She's at work. She's like humming to herself, like getting her like at the in the break room. She has a little friend there and she's like, we had a really good morning. Grant's oh. really changing. Her friend's like, you're a slut. <laughs> um, oh, God. So it, the sex was good. Um, the sex was great. Um, but we see 
Grant, at the same time as this, uh, presumably, and Mm -hmm. he's at the grocery store and he buys literally the entire meat counter (laughs) at this grocery store. He's insatiable. Uh, The way that he does it is so funny. He's like, starts low and then is like, give me, you know, five steaks. You know what? 10 steaks. You know what? <laughs> like just keeps going up and up. It's very funny. It is funny. Um, so now, you know, it's after work. Starla is home after a surely torturous day dealing with teenagers. Um, but now she's the one doing the house chores and she's walking by the door that goes down to the basement. And we see her notice that there is suddenly a padlock on the basement door. Mm. And she's questioning him about it. She's like, wait, I mean, like you've drilled this into the door frame all haphazardly. What is this? And after he like gaslights her a little bit and he's like, don't ask me questions when it's so close to your birthday. And she's like, well, my birthday's in two months. (laughs) What What a response. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Um, you know, she just kind of like, is like, okay. And walks off. And then we start seeing him deal with some sort of medical problem. Like, He's not feeling great. We can see by his face and he's like breathing heavy. We're like, is he having a heart attack? Is he having a stroke? But he stumbles outside and he's in his front yard. And as he's going through it, he looks over and he sees a dog in his front yard and this dog is barking at him and the screen goes black and we just hear the dog screech like whimper Mm. whine Mm -hmm. so he's eating all the meat that's presented to him Mm. yeah this is a point in the movie where you're like unacceptable (laughs) no no not okay so that's not good um and then poor doggy so then now we're cutting I, i don't know if it's later that night or a little while later but we are now at nighttime and Grant and Starla are getting ready for a party because we hear Starla just like yell to him, we have to get ready. (laughs) But Grant is too busy looking at himself in the mirror because he has this new rash all -hmm. over his neck. Like it looks like he has scabies like all over his neck. Um, Not great. I mean, and he... Starla's getting in the shower and he is still really going through whatever he's going through because we can hear all of these like squishy, crunchy noises Ooh. coming from his body. Ooh. I don't know what it exactly sounds like, but it doesn't sound <laughs> anything like my body's ever made. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, and then this is where I think everything starts to get really fucked because Grant, start, he sneaks into the bathroom where Starla is showering and you can see something pulsing out of his shirt, like in his chest area. And all of a sudden, these two worm-like tentacles come through the buttonholes. Um, to me, they look like breakfast sausages without their casing. <laughs> yeah. Ew, 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 ew. Yeah. Really gross. Disgusting. <laughs> With like these two little like pincers on mm-hmm. the end. Totes gross. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And Grant is like reaching for the shower door. Car- Starla's backs to him, so she doesn't see any of this because he really wants to get a taste of that. And <laughs> then we see this moment where the inner Grant is like, No. And he refrains and he pulls his hand back and Starla turns around. She's like, what are you doing? And he like, you know, turns his back so she can't see his little chest worms. And he like (laughs) pushes them back inside of him. And he's like, I have to go to work. And she's like, but what about the party? And he's like, I'll meet you there. And off he goes. (gasps) (laughs) Close call. Close call. Really close call. Really close. But I feel like there's going to be more calls. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> We're not done. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> so now we find out what the deer cheer is. We are at the deer cheer. The entire town's there, and it's this um, hunting festival. Of, of them hunting deers and you know so i mean picture i mean everyone's line dancing there's a bluegrass band on stage it is a party it's a moment it is the event of the year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um everyone's there but we keep mm-hmm. cutting back and forth during this time so now while everyone's da- line dancing we get a glimpse at brenda's house dive bar barbie from okay. the karaoke bar and by the way, this is another scene where the scenery was just so good, like the set dressing that they did, because her house legit looks like how these small lower income houses looked at that time. Like she had this blue upholstered chair that I'm pretty sure my grandma had <laughs> growing up. And there's like mix mashed like pillows and crocheted blankets that her grandma probably made. And like yep. there's like vinyl wood panels on the wall. It's really impressive. It's like it's very realistic to Again, me. Again, this is why it's a nostalgic film. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, but Grant shows up at her house. He knocks on her front door and it looks like he's trying to pick up where they left off in the woods mm-hmm. if you catch my drift. Mm-hmm. Um, so we leave them for a moment to uh, to say hello, but we cut back to the deer cheer where Bill and Starla have the necessary, typical, awkward, forbidden love conversation where we're just building mm-hmm. the tension between the two of them. Um, nothing to really drive the story, but, you know, he <laughs> makes a little joke about how he's not he's not getting buzzed because he's too too muscular, <laughs> too many muscles. And she you know, <sighs> mentions, oh, I'm a little chilly. And she's waiting for him to give his coat to her. And then, you know, as they're, you know, having this moment, something distracts them, a loud noise and and the moment's ruined. So... Mm. So that happens. Um, But now we're back at Brenda's house. And so Brenda has a little baby with her. Oh, shit. She has a little baby. Um, God damn it. And uh, we see Brenda. She she comes in. She's very proud of herself. She's put some Ritz crackers and uh, yellow cheese oh, on a little tray. Mm-hmm. Looks yeah, good. She's like, I would love some right now. Yeah, and you know, she's like cheese and crackers. And um, and and Grant goes over, and we see him like looking in the little bassinet, the little. Thing. We're like, oh no, the baby's Oh, is he going to eat the baby? We're feeling so, scared. We don't know what's about to happen. We are feeling nervous. Um, but suddenly he he turns around and he, and he looks at Brenda and she starts undoing her shirt, you know, her top. And he's approaching her and he starts undoing his. Um, and Grant rips off his shirt and it is shocking. <laughs> to say the least, because his entire chest and stomach is covered in this like pussy, red, inflamed boils. Ew. So gross. Yeah. And then his two little chest worms come out oh. and he full on attacks Brenda. Oh. And his little worms, they puncture Brenda's stomach and start going inside of her. Ew. And and he's also like covering her mouth. It's um, it's a pretty shocking scene, but it's they upsetting. do like a, it is upsetting. But I do think they do alleviate the awkwardness and like the shock value of this like alien rape scene um, by making it look like Brenda's having the best best sex of her life. Like she's like having a seizure and like flailing around. <laughs> and, I mean, they 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 put a little comedic bit in there to kind of soften it for us, soften it a bit, yeah. for us. Oh, disgusting. But it also looks like something is being pumped 
into her through the little wormy, yes. wormy tentacle guys. Something's going in. Something's going in. Oh, Brenda, you should never have gone to that dive bar. I know. know. Oh, terrible. So we don't, I mean, we don't see the outcome of that. Uh, We cut to Starla. She's um, getting home from the party. She comes in. The lights won't turn on as she enters the house and she's calling out for Grant uh, because he never showed up. And boom, he pops up in her face and he is now fully disfiguring. His head and face look crazy. It's misshapen. Um, and she's like, what is happening? And he just tells her that it's a bee sting and that the doctor, he's already been to the doctor and the doctor says this happens all the time. Okay. <laughs> but like fully disfigured face and head. Oh, okay. But she's like, oh, okay. And he's like, don't look at me like that. She's like, okay. <laughs> So Starla, get the I, fuck out of there. What I know. Are you I, doing, feel like, girl? I feel like this is like a, um, like a message on abusive relationships. Yeah. It's like a commentary on a, women not leaving. Yep. Yeah. So the next morning, Starla, um, she calls the doctor's office and she's like, Hey, I think Grant's condition is getting worse. And the doctor is like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Grant in like a year. Mm-hmm. So she's she's starting to, you know, get the signs that something suspicious is happening. Um, but we also at the same time see a scene where Grant is just shoving raw meat into garbage bags. Um, and it does not look like steaks. It, you know, oh. it looks quest- like questionable meat. Yeah. Um and then we oh. see Starla, she's driving her car and she and she stops and she looks out of her window and she sees a missing dog poster, the dog from the front yard. I feel like there's like a bunch of posters, isn't there? Or is yeah, that? The, yeah, like that's the like the one right in the middle, but like all there's around like, it. There's all like, like missing cat, missing dog, missing uh, a lot of yep. animals in this neighborhood seem to be missing. Not good. <sighs> no. Not good. No. <clears throat> so... No. Grant is now walking through the woods with his bags of meat, and then he randomly decides that he doesn't need his glasses anymore, so he just like, <laughs> throws his eyeglasses to the ground um, and keeps keeps on his way, um, and he goes to this barn or shed. I guess it is a barn, um, presumably the... Uh, the monks, the monks, the, 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 monks the matrix oh, right. monks, the monk, matrix monks, <laughs> and he goes in, and guess what? He has Brenda chained up inside this barn oh no oh no so she's not dead she is his prisoner and um and you hear and she's just like i'm so hungry (laughs) and he just like throws these bags of meat in front of her Uh and she just starts going to town (gasps) so something's up with her whatever was getting pumped into her is also changing her yep so now we cut to Starla and she's taking out the trash, which again, man's job, right? <laughs> she's working nine to five and she's doing everything. Know, she's doing here. everything. So she's taking out the trash and Bill and his partner, what is his partner's name again? I don't remember. I put it, I, I wrote it down later, but so Bill and his, and his little cop partner, they roll up in their patrol car and they say they're looking for Grant. They're like, is Grant home? And she's like, no. Um, but. She's like, what's this about? And they say, well, a woman went missing on Friday. Her house is completely ransacked. And neighbors saw Grant 
going into her house. That (laughs) 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 But she's like, no, he's not home. And Bill leaves. Um, But she goes back in in the house and she's like, WTF. And you can see in her head, she's like, something's really weird. And she gets this like idea to go snooping. So she goes in the closet and gets like something like a golf club or something. And Mm -hmm. she starts smashing um, the lock on the basement door and she breaks it. So she goes down into the basement and you first she starts to almost vomit from a smell. Ew, ew, yeah. And we go down there and the basement is filled with dead animals. Oh God. Yeah. So many. The, the dog from the yard and the missing poster like falls from the ceiling. Um, there were like cats and uh, wild animals. I mean, just full, full of dead animals yeah. and blood. Starla, GTFL, <laughs> get the fuck out. Well, we finally get Starla on the same page with us because she rushes back upstairs and she is dialing bill back she's like trying to call bill to get him um back here but it goes to voicemail and she's like pacing back and forth in 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 front of the windows of her living room and she's leaving this voicemail and as she like goes to pass a window we see grant standing in the window from Uh. outside and he can hear what she's saying he just like lets out this roar But it was not human. He like <laughs> roars at her. It's really scary. Mm-hmm. And so she runs away and um, she like goes to like a back door. And as she opens it, he's standing there and he pushes her into the house. And he's like, you betrayed me. Why are you betraying me? And so he pushes her down to the ground. He like rips open his shirt. Again, he's super disfigured. His little chest worms come flying out of his chest. <laughs> and he's going to try to whatever happens when he starts pumping his little things inside of her. But as he has her to the pin to the ground, she like reaches over and grabs an item and she like smashes him in the head, which gives her enough time to like turn around. And then he puts her in a chokehold. And while he's, while she's in the chokehold, we see his arm literally growing, like getting longer and like, I, I don't really, really weird. And so we think this is the end. This is it for Starla. She, her life is over. But in true small town cop fashion, Bill and the other town cops bust in and they're like there to save the day. And Grant get up, gets up. He runs outside. Um, but he has this one like super long, dangly, like octopus arm inside. <laughs> and as he's running, it's just like flailing so around, funny. just no- knocking over random items. And a- <laughs> apparently Michael Rooker dislocated his shoulder in this scene because the way he's running, he has to, I think he like smacks his arm on the door frame or something. And it's just like basically basically making one of his arms flail and he so he dislocated his shoulder but he didn't tell anybody until the end of the day he kept working <gasps> with it which is like oh my gosh that's commitment let's get this man did he just not nice know? i feel like you would know that's crazy i feel like yeah yeah <laughs> i feel like yeah, you would, would probably know. but oh, yeah. what a good guy yeah what a good mm-hmm. guy so you know they the cops are all standing there wide-eyed and bill just goes what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, what the fuck indeed, Bill? Mm-hmm. So so now to like recap, Grant, who is extremely disfigured, has chest worms coming out, an octopus arm and a basement filled with dead animals is now missing and on the run. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not good. 
and they yeah they the cops run outside they they don't see him and we see the screen pop up and it says three days later <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's like the first couple minutes of the movie it does it, really it's like, it's like 20 minutes yeah it's like the first first act i'd i'd say mm-hmm. oh shit yeah okay well mm-hmm. poor people are gonna get fucking screwed over by this larva shit <laughs> whatever it is <laughs> Things are not looking good for this town. No, it's not. And the next scene is the mayor, and he's in the police station, and they make it very clear that they have not found Grant yet. Um, And they really want to find him. Um, The mayor is freaking out. And all the other cops are just, like, randomly making jokes about it. (laughs) I feel (laughs) like like they they don't... Yeah, they, like, don't know... Because they're calling him, like, a squid... He looked like a squid, squid guy. And they keep referencing that. And the mayor doesn't know if he believes them or not. He's like, he might have just been on meth or something. I can't remember what he says. But one of the cops is like, his arm was all bandy. (laughs) He's like, why does that that make you... Doesn't that wouldn't do that. His arm was all bandy. Yeah. Um, So a weird little scene. But then that's when we first meet Jenna Fisher or Pam. Um, And uh, she... So she's the like secretary slash like police dispatcher um and she tells them that there was another attack at a farm on the outskirts of town um and then we find out that grant he's been killing animals at these farms all around the edge of town um Mm -hmm. it's pretty well known so there they go out to this farm there's like a bunch of dead dogs and um they're they're constantly they're saying how can we find grant because these woods are like a hundred thousand acres big. So Bill's like, let's get some people together. I have an idea. I know where he's going. And so he, they get together at the police station and <laughs> Bill is like, I know where he's going to strike next. Um, which is really funny. Cause it's just like, he's just like going in order. This didn't take much, uh, much brain power to, to figure that out. <laughs> But they um, they load up on guns, right? It's uh, all the cops, a couple townspeople, and they're, they're loading up on all these guns. And one of the deputies asks if they should bring this grenade that they have in the evidence locker. Um, but Bill's like, no, just the guns are fine. And they're so now they're outside. They're getting ready to leave to go to this farm to stake out when Starla comes up to the cop car and she's like, Bill, I'm coming with you. <laughs> and Bill's like, you can't come with us because you're a citizen, not a cop. And that's dangerous. And probably I would get fired. And she, but she insists. She's like, we have to find this girl alive. And, you know, I he, Grant wants me. So I'm going to come with you. And it didn't take much convincing. He says, all right, come along. Mm-hmm. So... Then we cut to this this farm. Um, it's a family farm. It's a very typical rich for a not rich town kind of rich mm-hmm. uh, family. Yep. There's a dad, a mom, um, a teen daughter named Kylie who's she's got a mouth on her. She's got she's like the teenage you know attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, and they make a point to talk about her acrylic nails that she just got done. Like her mom's like, "What did you do to your nails?" <laughs> Um, and then there are also, um, younger twin girls and they're just, they're just sat around. We meet them really quickly, but then we go out and the team is setting up around the farm, um, during the day. And then it cuts to night. It's clearly been hours while they've been 
Staking out nothing to be seen, Bill and Starla reminisce about the time when they were teenagers and Starla wanted to run away to Hollywood to be a big star. And she asked Bill to come with her to be her bodyguard. And he said no. And so she didn't end up going. Um, So we're building that story up a little bit more. And then we see him. Grant comes walking out of the woods through the field and he's really changed in three days. Yeah, <laughs> yep. really, really changed. Um, he kind of looks like a demonic centaur. Yeah, so oh like, but also a slug. Yeah, um, and squid. So it's it's a hybrid. Yeah, there's a um, lot. There's oh. a lot going on. There's tentacles going in all directions and boils. Wait, the centaur is he like a half horse? Like what's that? It's, it's it's kind of like the bottom half is like this like slug, and then the top half still oh. looks kind of humanish. Okay, got it, got mm-hmm. it. All right, I see. But not really. And then it's yeah, it has these like octopus arm horns. Yeah, I really really weird. Mm-hmm. Um. And he just like slowly slithers up to this cow and just destroys it. I mean, kills the cow very, very quickly and wraps one of his little tentacle arms around the uh, cow's neck and is like dragging him away. And Starla is like, Grant. And, you know, Grant turns around and we see his face up close for the first time. And it's crazy. Half of his mouth has like jagged teeth. It's like as if he's like jokerified on one side (laughs) (laughs) or like almost like Venom's teeth. And Mm -hmm. the whole outside of him looks like a brain. Mm -hmm. I had it written down. He looks inside out. Yeah. Yeah. He looks inside out. It's really, really weird. Um, And it's so slimy. I don't know. It was so fucked. But (laughs) Starla, she's trying to like. She's trying to tell him, like, I'll stand by you and, you know, like, you're my husband. It's going to be okay. And you can see him, like, struggling internally um, with that. Um, But then, you know, whatever makes him decide this, he decides uh, he's not going to listen to her and stay. So he turns to leave. But then one of the guys that was one, it doesn't, he's not dressed like a cop, but he was on their little posse. He, um confronts him and says, we need to find this girl alive. So you're not going anywhere. And he's pointing a gun at him and Grant hurls one of his tentacles at this guy and literally splits him in half, like tall wise, like hot dog style long ways. <laughs> and we just see his guts spill out and then him fall to two sides. Yep. I love love a hot dog style cut, hot dog slice. (laughs) I track them, track them in horror movies. It happens a lot. (laughs) It does. Gets me every time. And then of course, everyone's like, what? And Grant like goes like down to the ground and slithers away super fast into the woods. And so now the group, they're in the woods and they're trying to find him. They keep seeing little signs of him, like they hear him in like a little creek. They see, I don't know, blood or something. Like they just find ways to track him and they end up at the barn. So 
We're at the barn. Bill loses a quick game of rock, paper, scissors, um, which means he's in charge of opening the door uh, because they can smell that something doesn't, that something's not right. Something's not and good. <laughs> something's not good. And they open the door to, the sh- to this barn and they see, in my opinion, one of the craziest sights in film. Yeah. <laughs> film, in film history. Um, they, see, they see Brenda. They see Brenda. Okay. She's in there. But um, Brenda's now... Um, She's very obese. She's um, very round, fully um, circular. Um, she's like just a little he- Violet Beauregard in Charlie Willy Wonka mm. and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, she's like a yes, sphere, but like, but like, but naked and yeah, but gr- uh, yeah, gross. Very gross version of. So she has blood dripping from her mouth. She's telling them, "I didn't want anybody to see me like this, but I'm just so hungry." She asks these people, if they can like give her roadkill, but it's sitting next to her for her to eat. But she keep her body keeps like doing this weird, like pulsing and like kind of moving forward, um, which is actually her growing right in front of their eyes. And so they're, you know, they're trying to say, Oh, we're going to get you to the hospital and everyone's freaking out, but her body keeps kind of approaching them. And then she literally starts ripping at the seams. Oof, like oh you see God. her her flesh tear uh, because she's too big. And all of a sudden, this tsunami of slugs oh starts cascading God. out of her body. Ew, 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 <laughs> ew. The same ew, kind ew. of slug that we saw like at the beginning. Well, no, that was a different kind of that was a white slug. These are little red slugs. Yeah. Ew. Little ew. red slugs. And I mean, and there are so many of them. Yeah, thousands. <gasps> thousands of slugs. Ugh. And they are quickly all over these people. And they um, are starting to go into the mouths of like some of the <gasps> like the cops. Like they're forcing their way into these people's mouths. And so Bill sees this and he catches on very quickly. So he jumps onto Starla and he covers her mouth and he covers his own mouth. And the mayor also like runs outside and... They're all covered in slugs, but as soon as they can't get into their mouth, they kind of let that idea go, and, they, and the slugs just all slither away. And so... Okay. Which is interesting because... I'm just thinking this now, but this is so gross, but there's other entrances there are other holes. to bodies. Yeah. <laughs> and it seemed like they could kind of... They weren't going that... They weren't... The writers weren't going there. I mean, I'm not saying I... Yeah. I'm not saying I wanted that but i i am thinking it a little bit yeah (laughs) also henley i just want to say for your reassurance i don't know how reassuring this will be but there is a brief little moment in this conversation before she explodes where she says how's my boy is my boy okay and and bill tells her yes your, your boy's fine he's fine so it's you know yeah the baby is okay but she did explode into a million slugs so his mom, his mom, hopefully he never hears the true story of what happened to yeah, his mom. No. <laughs> so now we leave the barn and we see the slugs um, and they're in the yard of the farmhouse of that family where the stakeout happened. And they're like approaching the house and we see the teenage daughter, Kylie, she is taking a bath. And she puts her little headphones in. She's enjoying her bath, but we see like a slug slither across the bathroom window. 
Um, so she doesn't see that. Um, mom is doing the the really good mom thing, and she's going around. She's checking on everybody before bed. She goes into the twin girls' room and says, "It's time for bed." Um, and fun a fact that I loved about this: they're reading Goosebumps mm-hmm. books. Oh, perfect! Yeah, <laughs> I loved that. Um, so that's happening. Everything looks uh, typical night. Everything's in she order. She says it's, it's uh, go- family fun day tomorrow. Oh, yeah. The next day is family fun day. <laughs> um, so time for bed, everybody. Did anybody have a family mm-hmm. fun day? Because I did. And this actually was like uh, triggering for me. <laughs> no. I didn't know. I never had that. Uh, what no. does that mean? It's a desi- des- designated family time. It was just my mom and I, but we would have like specific nights where we had to play board games and stuff. And it was when I was a teenager because it was when I was a huge asshole and didn't want to spend any time with her. And so I mm-hmm. would have these like forced nights of having to play Boggle with my mom and I would hate it so <laughs> much. Boggle. <laughs> but in hindsight, I think it was a, a nice thing for her to... She was attempting. Uh, she was trying. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so we go back into um, Kylie's bath, and uh, we see a slug. It enters the house through a bathroom window. It has breached the house, everybody. And um, it slithers, and it goes into the bathtub with uh, her. But she's, worst nightmare. She's totally relaxed. She has her headphones in. Her eyes are closed you know, closed. She's, she's loving it. So she doesn't notice. And then we see it literally swimming towards her, like looking like a little sperm. Mm-hmm. Really weird. Yeah. Just like slithering. And this is actually a, a moment where I thought it was going to go somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, this one mm-hmm. would make sense, but, um, mm-hmm. but it does. It, um, it does. It forces its way into her mouth. And these are large. Like, this is not like a little slug. Ugh. This is like, it's fully like your jaws unhinged to get this thing inside. Ew, ew. And, but she, she grabs it before it can go all the way in. And this is where those acrylic nails come back in. So she's like <laughs> oh, hell yeah. squeezing it with those um, acrylic nails. Um, but we do get a moment where we see, um, as it's in her mouth, that she starts getting visions of this alien world where there's some kind of war going on. Like these huge slugs are fighting something else. It's clearly alien. It's clearly a different planet. There's a conflict. Then we can also see the point of view of like Grant seeing that first slug and getting, um, you know, hit with the whatever it was, mm-hmm. um, attacked in the woods. We see him in Brenda's house the night of the deer cheer. So she's getting visions of everything this, the first slug has seen. Yep. But Kylie is luckily able to pull the slug from her mouth. And then she fries it with a hot curling iron. Oh, which nice. is yeah. so funny because on our last episode uh, in No One Will Save You, Caitlin Deaver uses a, a, a regular curling iron. And we were saying how a hot curling iron would be a good weapon, but a regular cur- curling iron, not so An much. Unplugged, <laughs> unplugged curling iron. So it was iron, satisfying so to useful. now get to see the hot curling iron in use. Yep. Wow. <laughs> I'm obviously just imagining Kylie Jenner in this part, obviously, with the acrylic nails. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's doing so well. Love that. So, I mean, irresponsible for her to just have it like it plugged in that whole time sure. she's in the bathroom. Right. But luckily, it saved her life. Yep. Um, <laughs> however, the rest of her family is not so lucky. 
So she leaves the room, uh, the bathroom, you know, to tell everybody what's happening. But immediately she runs into her mom and her mom just like spits blood all over her face. <gasps> so she's compromised. Her twin sisters then scream from their bedroom. So she goes to try to help them, but the door's locked. And she turns and she sees way too many slugs for my liking yeah. coming up the stairs Oof. towards her. So she literally starts like, she gets like a statue and she starts breaking down the twins room door, bedroom door. She finally gets in, but they've already been attacked. Like they're on the floor, like seizing. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So, and then you turn and you see on the wall, like the room is full of slugs. So she does the only thing she can. And she goes out of the window onto the roof. They're on the second story. And now she's trapped on the roof. So she decides the only thing she can do is jump to the ground. Mm. But she did a really good job. She didn't hurt herself. She jumped to the ground and yeah, it was all great. fine. It looked, Im looked impressive. It was really impressive. Great form. Protecting her knees. Yes, really, really <laughs> great form. Yeah. Um, but then as soon as it happened, her dad comes falling out of the front door, um, also um, attacked by the slugs. So, I mean, this is nonstop. Once we get to this, like this moment of the movie, it just never lets up. So... It, even though she just saved herself, like she doesn't have a second to breathe. Like slugs are now coming after her again on the ground. So she has to run and she sees the family truck, pickup truck, and she gets in and she locks herself in, but she doesn't have the keys. So she can't drive off. Um, and then we can just see from the light coming in uh, through the windshield, just like shadows of slugs literally covering the truck. So mm, gross, not gross, a great, gross. Yeah, not a great trapped. situation. No. Um, so uh, we'll leave them for a little bit. We go back to the barn where Bill, Starla, the mayor, and Margaret, the lesbian cop, are trying to figure out what to do with the ones that the slugs entered. Mm. And Bill is trying to like call people, but he doesn't have any recept cell reception. So he's like, I have to go back to the car. And as he's walking to the car, he sees a deer... And uh, then he sees a slug go into the deer. So they're not just coming after humans. They're going after all life. Uh, uh. Yeah. So we go back to the barn. Um, Bill's partner, Wally, that's his mm, name. Wally. Wally. Um, he, um, he had gotten attacked by the slugs. But we see him and he wakes up. Because they looked all dead on the ground. They, they, they said that they were still breathing. But they were out. But he wakes up. And he's kind of like stalking over to Starla, whose back is to him um, at like a little water well. Um, but he does not look good. He does not look like friendly Wally from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And Starla turns around. She sees him and he starts talking to her. But he starts calling her Sugar Plum, like Grant called her. And he mm -hmm. says he's sorry for trying to strangle her. <laughs> and he's sorry for killing all of those pets. <laughs> so he's talking as if he's Grant. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, which is a twist. Mm -hmm. And as this is happening, all of the police who ate the slugs, they wake up and they're giving, they're giving zombie. Yes. Mm -hmm. They're very much giving zombie and like how they're like moving, how they're acting. So we go back to the farmhouse. Kylie's in the, in the car and now her slug eating zombie family, they're surrounding the truck and they're trying to get in. And there's like, like the twins are like the young twins are really creepy. Like tomorrow's family fun day, Kylie. <laughs> 
But she's not falling for it. She knows that this is not her family. So she's like just kind of camping on the truck. It's very scary. Um, we go back to the barn with the cops. And now they have the lesbian cop, Margaret, um, held hostage. They have her. And all the cops, they're t- now talking in unison to Starla as Grant. Mm really weird. So Margaret, she feels like this is her moment because they're all talking to Starla and she starts to pull her gun out of the holster. But then one of the slug zombies spits neon green snot at her Mm. and it hits her in the face. And of course it's acid. So she's like, it burns and her face starts blowing up and then Margaret's dead. Oh, okay. Bye, Margaret. Yeah. So Starla, she's had it. And she's like, I will fucking shoot you. So she has a shotgun and she's like (laughs) pointing it at these people. And Wally, the slug zombie, is like not having it that she's had it. So he starts walking towards her and she literally shoots him in the head. With a shotgun. As Blows he's half like of his head off. Taunting her like, you don't have the balls to shoot me. And yeah. she, she does. She does. And she does. Um, and so half of his head gets blown off. And we see the slug come out of its head, <gasps> drop to the ground and like slither away. So that happens. The other three cops are now coming after um, Grant. I mean, uh, Starla and the mayor. So... Um, Starla tries to shoot them, but she doesn't have any more bullets. The gun just clicks. So they run away. Okay. Then we go back to the farm and the family is still trying to get Kylie in the truck. Um, but Bill walks up on this scene and he's like, Hey, what are you guys doing? So Kylie sees her opportunity and she jumps out of the truck. She runs to Bill and she's like, that's not my family. There are slugs in their brains. (laughs) So Bill is like, I don't know what's going on here, but Kylie's going to come with me. And then all of a sudden, the guy from the beginning who was drinking beer in broad daylight with no upper lip, he attacks Bill from behind Mm. and hits him with something like a rake or something. Bill falls to the ground. We see townspeople who are slug zombies coming from all directions. It's an infestation. So Bill shoots the alcoholic slug zombie in the foot, giving him and Kylie just enough time to escape. So they run away Mm -hmm. and they run to his patrol car. I mean, they're dodging acid spit through all of this. Mm Mm-hmm. They get, he gets um, Kylie in the backseat of the car. He gets in the car and Bill sees Starla and the mayor like running away from a cop zombie in the road in front of him. So Bill um, like hits the gas and he hits the cop zombie who was just about to get the mayor. He runs into him with his car and Starla goes up to him with this like steel, like fence post and just like impales him in the head with it and then finishes him off with a kick to the head and the mayor is like she's a badass or whatever yeah she is starla is really coming into her own she has come a long way that's right she's come a long way yeah i'm impressed yeah um so that was really great. So the, she, her and the mayor, they hop into Bill's cop car and they drive off with dozens of slug zombies all screaming, Starla. <laughs> so they're all wanting Starla. Okay. Ugh. So that was a lot. So let's, okay. So now we have 
Bill's cop car. And he, we have Bill. He's with Starla, the mayor, and the teen girl, Kylie. Yep. <laughs> and he radios into the police station to Jenna Fisher to, <laughs> and says, um, you know, he wants the CDC. He wants her to call the CDC to be like, hey, we have something going on here. And Jenna's like, yeah, okay, by the way, your mom called to say that you clogged up the toilet. It's um, all, you know, what you did in there on Sunday. And obviously, he's very embarrassed because Starla's in the car. Um, so um, Jenna Fisher, she's getting ready to call the CDC. But then, bam, she looks up and slugs start falling from the ceiling. She screams. And it's not looking good. Nope. Now... We're in the car. Kylie tells everybody in the car how when the slug was in her mouth that she became Grant, but it wasn't Grant. It was the slug from outer space and that she learned that this alien goes from world to world, destroying them. Like that's the whole. Like taking over everybody. Yeah. So, so that's what's that's, happening on Earth. That is a the stakes are high. The stakes are guys. very high. <laughs> um, even though these are the stakes, the mayor is very upset that he is his favorite soda, Doctor Pib, is not in the cooler in the backseat. <laughs> um, he's very preoccupied with that. Um, so Bill calls uh, radios back in <laughs> to whatever Jenna Fisher's character's name is um, <laughs> to check in on the CDC call. But now she's talking like Grant. And she says, we have a little surprise for you around the corner, killer. And then, bam, they get T-boned by another truck. They get hit by a car. They get in a car accident. And then we see Bill. He's waking up from being knocked out. Um, We see a little sign that says, Jesus saves. And uh, right away, um, there are slug zombies, and they're pulling Starla out of the car. They're they're (gasps) kidnapping her. And they carry her away. They're successful. Um, But Bill, he is able to save Kylie and get her out of the car before they they get her. Um, So Bill is like, I I have to go to the police station. There's a grenade there, and I have an idea. So he goes to the police station, and when he gets there, it's dark. There's nothing, no one there. There's no sign of Pam. He goes over to her desk. He tries to call for help, but the lines are down. So he just goes to get the grenade. But then he hears something and he looks to the right. And all of a sudden, he is attacked by the fucking slug zombie deer that he saw in the woods. <laughs> it looks so oh funny, too. It's it just looks like so funny. a very puppety looking deer, but it's great. I mean, it really made me laugh. Yeah. So he's pinned down. He's getting attacked by this deer. And then Kylie, she comes in and she saves him. Love it. Oh, Kylie Jenner is fucking killing <laughs> you it. You gotta yeah, have Kylie Jenner it. on your side. <laughs> yeah. So he grabs the grenade and he gives Kylie a gun and they're off. Okay. So now we see a bunch of slug zombies. Um, they put Starla down on a bed um, in a house. Like they, they set her down, but they're being very gentle with her. They're like brushing her hair and they have like a cloth and they're like wiping blood off of her. So they're being very sweet. Um, and then we see, we see a little scene between Bill and Kylie, you know, they're, you know, they're talking about how this doesn't look good. They're probably gonna, you know, get killed tonight. But he, he does say, um, he does like thank Kylie for saving him from the deer, but he says, but just so you know, if we survive this, I'm going to tell the story the other way around that I saved you from the deer. So, uh, okay. But it's a cute little moment between these two. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
Then we go back to Starla. And now Starla, she's all clean. She's in like a silk white nighty. Her hair is like freshly done. And she wakes up. So we see the mayor hiding out in a basement. And he hears some things. He's like calling out for Bill. Um, he lights a lighter and he sees a bunch of people eating other people or meat. Um, so he gets scared. He runs upstairs. But then he's immediately attacked by chest worms. Which seem like they've gotten bigger. Much bigger. Oh, no. Yeah, much bigger chest worms. So Starla's up in her room uh, walking around. Uh, You know, she can hear some of these uh, people saying, we can hear you up there. And is it a mirror that she finds? I think she it's puts a hairbrush, but it could also be a mirror. It's definitely one of yeah. those two things. <laughs> it's some sort of like beauty instrument, but the the end of it is pointy, like sharp and pointy. And so okay. she grabs that and she like hides it in like a garter or something, her, her stockings or something. Mm-hmm. Is this when Bill and Kylie arrive? Yes. So Bill and Kylie, they are sneaking their way to the house. Um, I mean, zombies are just shoving meat in their faces. And then... That's when we see the mayor um, and we're like, oh, maybe he's okay because we see him. But then he starts eating the arm of a man. Okay. So he is done. He's done. Yeah. Um, So Starla walks into a room and this room is like a shrine to her. Every wall is filled with pictures of her and Bill. Um, Very creepy. Mm -hmm. Um, She turns the corner and then we see... Uh, not her and Bill, her and Grant. Mm-hmm. So then we turn the corner and we see Grant for the first time in a while. And he's the size of the room that he's in. He's <laughs> oh, no. Vi- okay. Yeah. But not not like not circular, not like um, Brenda. He's not like slug pregnant. He is just like absorbing other slug zombie people. Yep. Like they're just kind of like infusing into his body, kind of like a disgusting slug zombie orgy. Yep. So... Really disturbing. Oh, God. Yeah, really, really disturbing <laughs> it's stuff. It's so bad. Yeah. It's so bad. So Bill spots Starla. He's outside, but he sees her through a window. But then Grant, he gets a hold of Starla. And he's like talking to her, but through all of the mouths of the other bodies that are melting into him. Oh, it's not coming yeah. from his mouth. It's coming from all the other ones. Um, and he's saying to her, like, he's jealous that she doesn't like him and she's trying to run off with Bill. Um, but she very intelligently does not freak out. She just starts to speak to Grant, not the monster that's inside of him. And she's trying to sympathize with him. And she says, Mm. you know, she's slowly walking towards him because he lets her go. And she says, you know, I will be with you and this is going to be okay. You know, we can be together and we'll get through this. And she gets very close to him. She's going in to kiss this very grotesque monster that's standing in front of her. And she pulls out whatever that spiky thing was, the Mm. mirror, the hairbrush. Mm -hmm. And she stabs him in the neck. Great. Starla. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. But now, because they're all connected, all the slug zombies are pissed. They're oh, mad. Of yeah. course. Starla, <gasps> she gets flung across the room into the wall. And then, you know, his little tentacle goes around her neck and she's being choked. Bill runs into this house, sees the mayor, the mayor <laughs> who still has some of his, you know, 
own brain capacity left is like, please kill me. So he just shoots him right in the head. It's like no questions asked. Immediate too. He's immediate. just like, yep, here you go. Shoots him in the head. <laughs> yeah. He did not care about that one. So mayor's gone. So Bill, he pulls, he, he walks into the room, he pulls the pin on the grenade that he has, but Grant knocks it out of his hand. So he goes behind the couch, he's fumbling around with it. Bill has it, the grenade in his hand, but he gets thrown out of a window onto a porch. The grenade <laughs> ends up in a pool and oh. it, it goes off in the pool. So that plan is now ruined. And Fuck, what are they going to the, do? The, the thinking is that because Grant is like the patient zero, I guess, that if you kill him, it'll kill all of them. All they're, they're, all, they're, they're all connected. Else. They're all connected. Yes. 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 That yeah. makes sense. So now Grant's very long, very big chest worms, they come out and they're coming after Bill. And one of them goes right into Bill's chest. He gets in, but then Bill is able to grab the other one before it, that one pierces him. Mm-hmm. And so um, there's like a helium tank um, next to him. Yep. And um, it's kind of going off. So Bill takes the, the pincer from that one and sticks it into the helium tank. So nice. we can see it like that now filling up that worm and going into Grant's body. So um, and then the Grant starts pulling Bill back in. Uh, with the one that's inside of him, he pulls him in and Bill just yells to Starla, shoot him. So Starla sees a gun. She picks it up and she has a moment where she's eye to eye, like seeing um, Grant and they have a moment of like, this is sad, but she shoots and he explodes. Whoa, Starla. Mm-hmm. She she had to, she just did what she had to do. She did what she know? had to do. Yep. He explodes. Um, slug zombie guts go flying everywhere. Um, we see all of the other zombies fall to the ground. Uh, the plan worked. Yep. So that was great. Um, Starla and Kylie are okay. Um, we see bloody, but okay. They walk up to Bill, who's like laying on the ground. We're not sure about him yet, but he uh, he wakes up. But he does still have the um, tentacle inside of him. So he like pulls that out. Looks like it hurts. Um, (laughs) Not great, but he's okay. So that's great. Um, We walk outside from the house. It's daylight now. And uh, a very bloody Starla and Bill and Kylie walk out of the house. They see bodies scattered everywhere. Mm -hmm. And... uh, Starla's like, I, I bet you wish you came to Hollywood with me after all. <laughs> oh my God. She still has a sense of humor. She still has a sense of that. humor. <laughs> She's not like she the do? other girls. <laughs> and then we just see the three of them walk off together across a yard of dead bodies, presumably to start their lifelong journey in therapy. Yeah. Holy we can only shit. hope. We can only hope that's and, uh, where so, they're going. And so everyone who was infected with those little wormies all died. They're all they're dead. Grant they're, died. They're, they're dead. They're dead. Oh my God. That is a town filled with dead people and so many wormies. Is this, um, so is there a branch of the U S government that's responsible for cleaning up this kind of thing? (laughs) I mean, interesting. Yeah. Whose job is that? Like, how does a cleanup happen? (laughs) I don't know. Don't know. But it's, it's a, it's a big mess. Hope hope we never find out. (laughs) Horrifying. 
horrifying. But yeah, yeah I, I was surprised by that too. There was a part of me that was like, oh, well, the slugs will fall out of their brains and they'll be back to <laughs> normal in no time. <laughs> but no, when you think about it, it does make more sense for them to all die because yeah, they had something in their brain and that sounds hard to survive. Yeah. Gross. So RIP the whole town basically, except for... Except for Starla, who R3. is a fun final girl, I gotta say, mm-hmm. and yeah. Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner should star in a horror movie. I can't stop I thinking about it. I could definitely see it. I feel like Eli Roth would direct a movie with Kylie Jenner in it. <laughs> <laughs> and, Tim- and Timothee Chalamet. Oh, yeah. They could do it together. Well, now that's an A24 movie, so I don't know. You're right. You're right. You're right. We're getting confused. We're getting confused. Yeah, I don't know where to categorize that one. That was disgusting but it wasn't as bad as it could have been you know what yeah. i mean like the humor really makes I it i think you would tolerable. really hate watching it <laughs> i don't want to watch it no one wants to watch it but nope. there are no there are moments where it could have been worse like the baby part i was like oh no i don't remember what happens with this baby <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah we don't love that his mother died exploding a million slugs out of her but the, he did survive and that is good i guess we don't know for sure that he survived i shouldn't say that but you know the rest of the town didn't do too well <laughs> so sorry <laughs> Disgusting. Oh my god, but Misha, you did such yeah, a good Misha, job. Yeah, Misha, that was incredible. Wait. That was literally incredible. There's also yeah. a post credit scene that I didn't notice the first time <gasps> I watched it, but as I was scrolling through to take notes, I saw there's a post credit scene where there's a cat going up to a piece of exploded alien meat and licking it, and then it starts moving and something looks like it's coming out of it and it cuts to black and you just hear like <laughs> like the cat no. screeching so it's not over slither 2 2024 <laughs> we've always got to keep two. the option open <laughs> elizabeth banks can star again nathan fillion let's get the cast back together i feel like yeah. slither 2 could kill at the box oh, they office would, they, they would make a slither 2 they would absolutely make a slither 2 yeah. yes yeah. they would yeah and Timothee and Kylie can star in that. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, that was really fun. That was like a fun one. I just did not like hearing about Brenda and Grant's um, final forms. Those I was not interested in. Um, yeah, they're not yeah. fun to see either. But I mean, the effects do look good. And like the part where one of the cops spits acid in the other cop's face and her face like swells up all crazy. That looked like pretty... Like sometimes I just catch myself being like, whoa, how do they do that? <laughs> like movie yeah. magic is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it is. It is a fun one. And I'm very glad you picked it. I'm glad I got to rewatch it because I have been thinking about it, especially yeah, in October. I've, I, I did the same thing where I just watched horror movies basically all month long. I mean, I guess I do that a lot anyways, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I watched yeah, more, even more than usual. <laughs> And Slither was on my list. So I'm glad you picked it. Thank you so much, Misha. Yeah. And before we go, could you tell our listeners where they can find you and just a little bit about the big flop? Yeah. So you can find me personally on all social media channels at Don't Cross a Gay Man. <laughs> and the big flop is, um, yeah, it's such a fun podcast. Um, we go through 
um, all the biggest fails, blunders of, you know, uh, pop culture, businesses, movies, things like that, things uh, that have really bombed in the past few decades. That's so fun. Um, I always have, I have a few comedians on um, as my guests and I walk them through those stories, but the big flop is available uh, wherever you get your podcast and early and ad free on Wondery Plus. Ooh. Amazing. That is such a good idea for it a podcast. It really is. Because when things like fail spectacularly, you just like can't help but you, you want to look, you want to know. Like know like everything about yeah exactly we just did the fire festival oh, <laughs> such a good, just well, recorded it oh so obsessed for a second you know for a hot second i can't wait to listen to that episode it'll reignite my obsession with the fire festival yeah do you know there's a fire fest too they, they announced it's i did because he's out of jail are you <laughs> fucking like kidding me getting right back to are it. you fucking kidding me and it's and it's sold out even though they do not have a location a date or a lineup <laughs> and it has sold out oh so, my god People, People are, are so crazy. Like, what is wrong with everyone? You're well, have now a- everyone. A it's bad time, a, but it's just at least like now it's thing. people who are buying a ticket who seem they must know what they're in for, right? Yeah, it's I like, think, yeah, they know what they're signing up for. They, they want that freaking slice of craft cheese on on <laughs> untoasted wheat bread and a couple yeah. pieces of iceberg lettuce and the potential viral social media video. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I can't so. wait to listen. Yeah, yeah, great. Um, yeah, thank you again so much, Misha. This was wonderful. Thank you. And we always end the episodes with an accent from the movie, and we did have some southern accents in this movie. So from all of us here at Too Scary Didn't Watch, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you enjoyed the episode, please remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you really want to make our day, you can rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. You can also follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast. We are on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want even more content, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast. We will be back next week with a regular episode. We love you a lot. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.